The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. It's uh, Rob Riggle, and welcome to Riggle's Picks. Um, Sarah Tiana is not with us today. Um, I have no idea where she is, honestly. Uh, she could be uh, at some sort of hedonism, perhaps, down in the Bahamas. I think she's in prison. Prison? Prison is another option. I'll tell you what. Why don't you write in and tell us what, uh, uh, where you think she is, because we really don't know. And if you see her, tell her we miss her. All right. Hey, uh, this is a special day at Riggle's Picks uh, because we have our first ever guest. Ever. Oh, ever really? In the show. Oh, wow. This is, you are the first guest this, ever. How about so that? So with us today, uh, I'm very happy and very proud uh, that we have Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. Yes. You may know him as Cam also. And uh, Travis Kelsey, the tight end, all pro superstar from the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh-huh. Gotta love the Chiefs kingdom. Oh, God. I love to hear you say that, really. I do no, get excited like, about that. Honestly, that's one thing. Somebody actually had asked me. I was doing a, a radio show the other day, and they were like, what is your favorite thing about Casey? I was like, dude, the people are unbelievably delightful out there. We yeah. really are great. We are great. We are. And thank and you then, for saying that. And then that. you get like the, the, the real like Casey crowd, like the, the, the Chiefs kingdom, the, <laughs> yeah. the ones that got like tattoos on their arms. That's and, like, the, yeah, that's the one. It runs deep like, with those oh, guys. Yeah. The ones that make uh, rap videos too. Yeah. They had a great one too the other day where they, they filmed it in the parking lot of, of Arrowhead. You could tell it was like in February because it was snowing and oh, miserable. Nice. Or, or April. Yeah, or April. It could be April. Yeah, it's been terrible out there, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. It, was, oh. I mean, it wasn't bad. The was Royals have been getting snowed out. I know. It's been bad here. It was 66 yesterday. I can't believe that. <sighs> that's that's how that, bad it gets for us out here, Travis. Is that during still, day? Or yeah. Is that at night? Yeah. Oh, no. That's, night. That Nights every, every time it gets I almost pulled the kids out of school. I know. To be honest with you. <laughs> they really did have a, a, an advisory the other day <laughs> that said, hey, it's, it's going to be very windy uh, and cold. It's going to be in the low 60s. We suggest you guys stay inside to, to, to avoid falling debris. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. All There's right. No Take way. it easy, Dallas. No perspective. Yeah. No perspective at all. Um, so I've, I, we, I got you here, Travis. We got to talk some Chiefs football, all right? Let's do it, is, man. There is so many amazing things happening right now with the Chiefs. Uh, and I saw you at the NFL Honors, which mm-hmm. was last time I saw you. That was that awesome, was by the and way. And you were so nice to my you son. You killed it. So thank I you. I was in tears. Oh, I really well, was. I had to use my... Uh, my little napkin yeah. in my uh, the suit handkerchief. jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, dude, I was really using that thing. I was dying <laughs> laughing. Today. Well, you you were very kind to my son. I appreciate that. He oh, he yeah. still talks about you all the time. And I wore my Kelsey jersey to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Just so you know. You got the Army one, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, that, that Army gear that is, is so good. Whose who's so jersey sweet. do you have, Eric? Yeah. Uh, well, I have a John Alt jersey. Nice. Ooh. I have a Christian Okoye jersey. I don't have a current Chief Ooh, Player jersey. Nigerian nightmare. You yeah. like you like you go old school. I you can wear that. I love the old school. I love yeah. the old school. I used to wear a Lenny D and a uh, Derek Thomas around for a lot many many DT. years. DT. I mean, I never look. I I, I always worried I I never look good in a jersey because I never could decide like do I tuck it in. 
No, never no, talk. I know you never tuck it in, but then I was like, I always. Unless you got Zumas. If you have Zumas, oh, Zuma pants. Oh, Zuma pants tucked in jersey. Tuck in jersey. You're, now you're tugging to my heartstrings. You're taking me back to 90, <laughs> 92. I feel like I. I, I Before Travis was born. I know. <laughs> I, 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 thought I was at the age of three. Couldn't comprehend any of it, but I was. Yeah. Baby Zumas. But you knew. Yeah, I had baby Zumas. You knew. You want that retro look. So. All right, so we, we, we had to say goodbye to, to Alex Smith. Um, yeah. I'm sure that probably affected you because you guys had such a great uh, connection and rapport on the field, it seemed like. I mean, you guys were hooking up all the time. Yeah. You were his primary target yeah. all the time. Um, was, how, did um, that, how did that affect you? Um, I mean, it's still, it still feels a little weird. I mean, yeah. even going in yesterday, not seeing him is, uh, is a little awkward, but seeing uh, just clips of him talking about his excitement about Washington, I'm just like, yeah, dude, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, all right, yeah, good luck, dude. Yeah. Don't miss you over here. Yeah. Um, no, he threw, I think just last year alone, it was like 122 targets. So, I mean, the, that alone was like mind-boggling to me. I'm like, wow, Alex is really looking my way. Yeah. So, I mean, just the appreciation of his trust and everything that we were doing out on the field, that's the that's what it really is. Is like you just you just have so much appreciation for how that guy went to work. Yes. You know what I mean? Just like every single day and that he wanted the success of the team. Well, I think a lot of so. the reason he, he threw to you hundred and twenty two times is because you got open hundred and twenty two times, you know? I mean yeah. you, you made it happen out there. So yeah. good on you. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, not all of them. They're targets. Targets. <laughs> there were a few times where he you know, he was looking, he was like, Ah yeah. No, it's um it's definitely different, but at the same time, it's exciting. Yeah, because there's so many new faces. Now, the one thing yeah. I hear about uh, uh, Andy Reid, and I, I, I've met him. I've shook his hand a couple times, but I've never you know, really had much dialogue with him. Right. Um, but uh, I've heard from people that know him, I guess. They say that he, what he, one of his specialties, what he's really good at, there's a couple things. Winning after a bye week. He usually wins after a bye week. That's usually smart money. True. And then also, uh, I hear that he really knows – when a when to uh, trade a player, when to uh, let a player go, and when to bring in new new talent. So I'm excited because there's been so much turnover with this Chiefs team yeah. for this year. Uh, it makes me think, okay, good, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been a crazy year in the NFL just this off season alone. Yeah, you know. So I mean to be fortunate to land a couple of those big name players, um, and also kind of have the the package of what's already in KC. Yes. Start to blossom even more. I mean, Tyreek Hill's getting better by the year. Oh, uh, yeah. What Kareem Hunt did last year alone was unbelievable. We get Spencer Ware back. Um, Sammy Watkins added to the list where you see Chris Conley and those the, those big wide receivers are huge in this offense. But And then also De, DeMarcus Robinson, man. Are you as excited as I am? Just listening uh, to the talk. Yeah, this I am. But, the but, offense, but, but in, in the spirit of full disclosure, I get as excited every year before this. <laughs> same thing. Like, well, this is it. Yeah, this, this is, is it. the year we've got all the pieces in place. That's how you, well, you got to go about it, though. I yeah, do. Every, I, year. every year, I always pick the Chiefs. Always. And in August, I always find myself in Vegas. I lay some money down at the beginning of the year, yeah. and I always do it. I'm always an eternal optimist. Uh, that's just the way it's got to be. Mm -hmm. I don't see a, a useful alternative to that. Right. Um, uh, oh, shit. I, just I mean, good I luck say. to those defenses covering now with Tyreek and Sammy oh, going gonna deep. So you that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. You know, Chris Conley coming back, I think, and DeMarcus, uh, I think Chris Conley has got a huge, huge upside, huge potential. Uh, so I'm excited to see him start to thrive in the offense. But Sammy? Know, Sammy, man. Sammy. Now you got Tariq, you got Sammy, run. and you, 
and oh, and man. and Kareem. You see, the thing I I'm a layman. I admit it. You know, like I know as much as your average, maybe a little bit more than your average sports fan and football fan. I'm not a pro like you, obviously, but what I see is I see an offense that has the ability to run, has the ability to pass over the middle and over the short, and also can do post and fly routes. Like we, you can spread that defense out so much with the offense we have yeah. now that. We are a potential 30-point-a-game offense. Which we, should, I, we should be. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely <laughs> should be. No Man, pressure. There's, ele- there's, there's 11 that's, guys on the other side yeah. of the field that yeah. always seem to, to, to... But for so long, for so, remember like two or three years ago, we didn't even have a receiving touchdown. You know, like, yeah. But, so we, but what, I, what I see is like there, whatever was one- or two-dimensional, and now it feels like it's, you can go long, you can go mid-range, you can run. You can do like the offense feels like it can do all phases of the game. Now Andy likes to run a lot of crossing, crossing stuff. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. I know. So, t- tell me, like as a fan, how you prepare for that when you're going into a game and you're going to be playing man, man versus zone. Like what for the fans? What's your, what are you thinking when you line up? Um, so it's all an illusion. That's what I like to think of it as, and it's all an art form. So I just put it. I just p- take this like. So every every play that you get is like drawn up on a piece of paper. So like what you would see those old Brett Favre clips of him like drawing post routes and yeah. out routes. Like that's at every single sh- uh, play has like a sheet like that. Uh-huh. And um, I try and turn that into like my own interpretation, but I'm still on the QB's timing. So as long as I'm doing what I need to do to get open and staying on the QB's time. I mean, I mean, a, a post route might look like a slant. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, it, it's all just dependent upon um, who I'm playing. And I just, I just try and take that into the game and where and, the defenders uh, are, and uh, that'll probably adjust your moves. Oh yeah, everything, everything. It's all predicated on what the defense is doing. So it's like jazz fusion. <laughs> it's football jazz fusion, yes, is what fusion. I'm hearing. That's nice. I like that. You're felonious. Kelsey, felonious. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that Kansas City jazz is wearing off on you. I like yeah, it. Exactly. So now, so is that what this o, the OTAs and training camp is going to be then for you to get used to Pat's timing? Like oh, yeah. when you talk about the quarterback's timing, that's what this is his really drop. his drop. Him, his drop. How he likes to get the ball out on his three step, his five and a hitch, and it's everything's a progression on the offenses. <laughs> like like everything. Like so, he'll versus certain coverages. He'll know. All right, I go from here. My second hitch, I go over to this guy. My third hitch, I'm checking it down, or you know, what I mean, so yeah. forth. But it's like that's every single play. So that's why it gets a little confusing. That's why you pay the QBs the big bucks because they're the smart. They're the ones that are like dry. they have to they process the so much car. information. They got to they have so much to process and then make. Uh, Instinctual decisions, incredibly quick decisions, and then execute on top of all of that, and that's all happening in the span of a five drop, five step drop, yeah, four, four, se- three seconds, four yeah. seconds. Yeah, I mean that's just that's a lot to put on someone. And yeah. then my favorite thing about all that is how the fans that are so critical of quarterbacks <laughs> yes. that can't even tie their own shoes are like, oh, Alex Smith missed yeah. that guy. It's like, yeah. okay, pal. Yeah, right. exactly. I, yeah. I always get amazed Thank you so much whether it's Arrowhead or any stadium that I go to, and I hear the you know the fans going, "That's Bush League, it's Bush League." Look at that. Right. You're always like, really? Step out there. I dare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, that's it's exciting. Fun. How much of your practice or preparation then is mental? Like when you get into like uh, the season or even in training camp, like obviously, like you said, it's all written down here in front of you and you're looking at a page. So then when you are you, like for me, I don't know if you're the same way with your lines when you're when you're yeah. when you're learning a yes. scene. Like a lot of my preparation is 
just going over the the scene in my head and imagining myself in it and seeing myself mm-hmm. in it because it's like, well, I can practice kind of perfect there. I right. know when I get out on the field, it's not going to be perfect practice. Right. Practice, but in my mind, I can create this utopia of perfection. Oh, I think right I think I just jumped in your utopia right there with that <laughs> description. That was sweet. Well, the, you know what they say. What you just described is a, a technique that they started using with the U.S. Olympians. Uh, and it's it's very common. It's, I think it's called visual visualization. And the downhill skiers used to sit at the top of the hill, and they would visualize themselves doing the whole run before they did it. So they would actually picture themselves going through the first gate, the second yeah, gate. You see NASCAR going drivers, over the hill, and, 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 and they'll visualize the whole. They'll, so they, they've actually done the race in their mind before they even do oh yeah, the race. For sure. And it does help. It, uh, and so what you're describing that visualization, and I do it too. Yeah. Uh, and also visualization and repetition. Repetition is yeah. the mother of skill. Yeah. You know, if well, I run lines, run lines, run lines, and then I get comfortable, then I have room to play within the the yeah. lines and stuff. Yeah, well, that's you know? what it is. You're, you want to be able to um, have all the muscle muscle memory of all your fundamentals down to where instinctually you can make moves just off like what you're being presented in front of you. Right. So everything you've already in, like visualized. Oh, if I get uh, inside leverage player on this route, I already instinctually have a move to go to to break his his leverage or where he is just to get inside of him. You know what I mean? So it's just automatically as long yeah. as you're dreaming, you're visualizing yeah. everything and your success, that makes everything and, that and much you've easier. done enough repetition on your skill set so that it's automatic. It's so just there for you. What's yeah, a post? Exactly. What, <laughs> excuse me. What's a post game like? A loss versus a, a, a win for you because oh, I think about yeah. Like, take the fans inside the locker room. That's great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Stanley and I are such nerd boys right now. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening. <laughs> it's um, it is dead in a in a in a locker room when we lose. I mean, I'm talking dead, silent. Nobody's saying anything. Everyone's kind of just putting their stuff on, just. Doing them, the only ones really talking are the ones in the media. Like you can hear every single media conversation going on. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but when you win, it's like everyone's playing their music on their boombox. <laughs> like everybody's like dancing, yeah. hanging out. Like, hey, hey where are we going? Are you yeah. in charge of the music yeah. in the locker? Who's in charge I am of the not. music? Um, I know Eric Berry does it during practices. I'm not sure who does it down there by the defensive side of the football. <laughs> the that's one thing side? that's very interesting. How different offense. That I've found in my two squads within a squad. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was and I like that too because there's there's competition and there's pride. Oh yeah, you know, and doubt. and that that keeps both sides of the ball accountable. I yeah, think definitely, and it raises the bar every single every single time we go. Like especially ones on ones, which Andy tries to keep that going throughout the season, just so that during practice we have that competitive aspect of it, just always being driven. So yeah. it's like. Um, what we were talking about before that? Yeah, no, uh, we were talking about room. the locker room. And here's a, the locker room, you bring yeah. up an interesting point, too, because I think people forget sometimes um, or they underestimate. They think, you know, well, they're professional athletes. They get paid to do this or whatever. But I don't think they realize how um, – I don't think they realize how much passion and how much heart and soul. Like when you lose, it hurts, and it hurts probably all right. week. And it's not just like, something yeah. like you go take a shower and you go home and then you go out at night and you have dinner and it's, it's forgotten. It's not forgotten. No. It's something you carry around, I would imagine. Definitely. I mean, it makes you feel like you just wasted the entire previous week of your life. Uh, it really does. Like, y- you, 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 you guys. I just lost a week. And you, we lost like five in a row. I'm just like, I'm just losing months, dude. I freaking Yeah. Suck. I mean, that's what, as a right fan, now. I don't know if you're the same way or if mm-hmm. anybody listening is the same way. I, I, you and your teammates are what get me, honestly, through a loss because I at 
inevitably, at some point after a game or when I know we're losing a game, I have this exact thought. I'm not the one that practiced. I'm not the one that bled. I'm not the one that sweat. I'm not the one that's dedicated my entire life to playing and winning football games. I can't be this upset about the loss. You get to be that upset yeah, about yeah. the loss. I, but it's still it's still like a – that's the thing about the kingdom though. It's like a community, man. It's like we're all in this together and it always has been like that. Yeah. I, I like to think so. We're very we're proud. Hungry. We're very proud of our yep. Chiefs. We're very proud of our Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, I've seen the Royals win it and seen this city go nuts. Yeah. And then I just see Sundays and I'm like, man, this place would explode. It, when we bring this thing back. Yeah, yeah. We, when you do, and that's the right way to right. put it, when you bring that trophy back to Kansas City, it's going to be – I'm taking at least two weeks off. Yeah. And coming back, I'm going to get rent a suite at some hotel, <laughs> and it's just going to be a two-week party. It's just – I was going to go down. But, but when we bring the trophy back to Kansas City, your brother set an expectation of a speech Man. that you are going to oh, have yeah. to uh, outdo. Yeah, I mean – And that's another thing. Your brother, uh, obviously, I, he's a center for the, for the Eagles. I go about that right now. And, and uh, I'm sure you're very proud of him. Happy oh, for him. Oh, man. So excited. Yeah. He actually so, just got married uh, over the weekend. Oh, wow. So what a I, year. I got a best man speech in there that was pretty close. Solid. Nice. Solid. Got the crowd going a little bit. But it was that speech at the podium in Philly on the, during their parade with yeah. that costume <laughs> and the beard and the dude. It just, they, I mean, it just looks like a perfect picture to throw in like a beer bottle. You know yeah. what I mean? To just, yeah. An IPA that stand just by for the phone says, calls because you the, the, you know the, I mean? the, the beer beer calls will be coming in soon. Yeah, There's going to be right. companies out there who for want sure. That. But no, it was uh, it's just exciting to see him have the success he's had. Just this based off the story where he's come, how we how he got to where he was. Man, it's just awesome to see him and even Philly. Man, I just being kind of a secondary fan of them for uh, seven years now because my brother's been there. It's cool to see what. The ending of what Andy went through out there, and then the rebuild after Chip. So, yeah. and Doug Peterson, man, yeah, he's a good dude. Absolutely. Gotta well, I, I got to tell you, the Chiefs uh, are hands down my favorite team. But there's also some other great teams out there. Oh yeah, we're talking about teams again. Microsoft Teams, that is. Support for today's show comes from Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams is your hub for teamwork in Office 365. With so much to look after, wouldn't it be great just to have it all in one place? Come on, guys. This is basic stuff. Teams is that single workplace where you can get your work, and you can share, and you can connect with the people in your work life. Teams brings together your chats, meetings, files, and apps all in one place. Take teamwork where you work with apps uh, for mobile and desktop. So whether you're sprinting towards a deadline or sharing your next big idea, Teams can help you and your team achieve even more. Microsoft Teams and Office 365. Visit office.com backslash Teams to learn more. That's my air horn. That's what we do. Sarah like and I, we, we do it. We're very proud of it. There you guys. Give it a shot. That was a, was that a fart? It's uh, a truck. You guys, good. good trucks, good sounds. Yeah. I like the ham horns, too. So you and your brother grew up in Ohio, correct? Cleveland, Ohio. East Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio. Heights, Ohio. And uh, went to school? Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. And then went to Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati. University of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Bear, Bearcats? The Bearcats. Yeah. How many uh, Did you both years? go there? Uh, yes, we both went there. Okay. I followed him right down the road. How many school years between you two? Uh, two. So he was a, so- a junior when you were a freshman? Going into yes, his junior year. Yes, gotcha. he's going into year three. He play, and he go. stayed all four years? He stayed all five. We both did five. Five, got it. Five years. How was your time in Cincy? 
Um, it was exciting. Yeah. It was exciting. I I grew a lot at yeah. Cincinnati. They um, I was a knucklehead, so I um, I got into some. <laughs> we all are at that age. Got into recruited some fun. as a tight end. Recruited as a quarterback. Recruited as oh, anything. Right. I, I was just like, hey, do you mind if I try out quarterback? And they're like, there's no way. But yeah, come on, let's do it. <laughs> so I, it was Brian Kelly at the time. He's at Notre Dame. Um, and the head coach that is, and then he uh. He tried me out at quarterback for a little bit. I was the Wildcat QB, yeah. and then I, uh, yeah, I just got into some trouble. And the new coaches came in, and I was like, I was suspended for a year. And then, dude, it was just, it was all uphill from there, though. Yeah, it was all uphill from there. And yeah, um, yeah they, uh, they when I came back, they said, you know what, I don't need a quarterback. I got a pretty good quarterback, a guy named Zach Calaris, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders now. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I just ended up moving a tight end and loving football and killing it and loving it. Yeah, man. it was a, it was a fun. It was deal. a match made in heaven. It was because you own really that position. Was. I think you're probably the best tight end in the NFL right now. I, I hands down, I think so for sure in this yeah. room. And I'm not, and that's that's partially fanboy, but I also think that's pretty objective. I think it's pretty objective. I, I think it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I've heard stories like. I've heard uh, college coaches uh, say things like, look, I can make uh, a big athlete good, but I can't make a good athlete big. Mm -hmm. So half the battle is just being big. Would you agree? Without a doubt. That is definitely a blessing. But hold on. How close are you to – would you have been like your brother's uh, was is is he a natural three hundred pounds or does not he... a chance? Okay, no. so his story is he was a linebacker. He was a walk on linebacker at Cincy. Oh wow! And this was uh, this is the guy at Michigan State now. Um, anyway, so yeah. he's at he's at Cincinnati. He the coach leaves, so he's a walk on, and that coaching staff was allowing him to be a walk on. So he kind of was in the air of oh, man, these new coaches might not even want me. To be, they might have some other guys that they want to bring in or something. The head coach goes to him and says, "Hey, if you want to move to offensive line, gain about fifty pounds over the off season, we'll give you a scholarship. I think you can be a pretty good offensive line. You got good feet. You're a strong kid." And my brother's just like, at this point, you know, it's like really my only option. Like, just yeah. go for this. This is my scholarship. So it was just kegs and pizza. <laughs> That's a dream. Dude, I mean, it yeah. sounds phenomenal, That's right? That's a dream. So my, my question is, if somebody would have come to you and, and said that to you, could is there a chance that we could be talking about Travis Kelsey all-pro guard or left yeah. tackle? Yeah, uh, without a doubt. And there was this close to for, to that happening because it was either tight end or tackle. They were like, oh. you think you'd be a huge, awesome tackle, which your brother did. You guys got the same like Yeah, but you mentality. got hands. You got you like, can catch dude, a football. Like to, Left tackle, excuse me. I like to dance. Tackles I have to have dance. hands too, Riggle. <laughs> Not like dance. that. Not like hands like that. Plus, you saw the catch, and did you see the, the hurdle into oh. the end zone over the Eagles? Yeah, that last was, year that was special. That was so special. That was special. Now, are you Staring thinking about that when you're about to di- like? How is that one of those instinctual things? That's that just- one of those you dream it till it happens. You visualize, yeah, it. visualize it just because it was actually a visualized like or a dream of me jumping from the five with nobody in front of me. Yeah, and then like Jordan S. Yeah, Jordan just S. skywalking, just like, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just love that. Hit a pose. You know what I mean? Just That's dream awesome. it, and then sure enough, it happened to where I was like, all right, well. I got three guys coming at me. I might as well just go Jump for them. it. Take it. 
It's either lower my shoulder and like have yeah. like three guys force all hit me at once yeah. or just take off and wish for the best. I love that you took off. That pleases me to no end. So there's a lot going on in the NFL. Let's let's chat it up real quick. Des Bryant, what do you think about wow. that? What do you think yeah, about him was... getting uh, uh, his papers? I did not see that coming. Did, where does he land, do you think? I think New York. Right, yeah. I mean, he says he stays in, in the division, right? He wants, in, to, stay he in wants division. to stay in the division. I love that, and he's got revenge on his mind. Oh, he's taking yeah. it to Jerry. New York would be quite a little offense you if put, they. Oh yeah, if you they put, grabbed him. They That'd put, be fun because last year their their receiving core was decimated. Yeah. They had nothing. They were injured, and now they're all going to come back and throw on Dez on top of that with an attitude. Yeah, that could be fun to watch. That could be good. James uh, uh, James Harris Harrison James retired. Harrison retired. did he retire? He retired. He just oh, retired. And all left tackles just went. <sighs> and I guess Nick uh, Mangold uh, is going to no, sign a one. Mangold. He's oh, going to nice. sign a one-day deal with the Giants oh, or with the Jets, Jets so that he can retire a Jet, I guess. That's, That's nice. Yeah, That's so nice. there's a lot of a lot of things going on out there. I've always um, wondered, like, does he get, like, a like – Sign it like a little signing bonus, ten bucks. So like, hey, I'm bringing. I mean, I'm bringing some press to you guys. Uh, if he has, you know, if uh, is he representing himself these days? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. That's a good scoop. That's uh, good know. advice, Nick. If you're listening, which he does, he listens to this all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's listening now. He a big hey, Nick. Listener. You know, I had a. This is a true story. I had a one. I was on. Uh, I was on the. Wa- I was on the waiver wire, uh, and I tried out for the the Seahawks one day. Really, nice. one day, and it was uh, it was Coach Carroll. I had done a charity event here in town for him, <laughs> okay. so he invited me up to OTAs to entertain the the players at seven thirty in the morning. Uh, you know, they're in practice. They're yeah. all trying to make the team. They're all stressed out. And I come in for the yucks. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, this is not going to work. So Coach is like, "It'll be dynamite. Trust me. They'll love it. They'll love it." So I'm like, "I don't know." So we came up with I came up with a bit and I was like let's just do this thing and and it worked so I, I got him nice, it worked nice. I was very happy it worked that, but then, that, he, then afterwards he goes right. he goes suit up we're going out we're going to practice so I was like well obviously you're not putting me in pads because I'll die but he put me <laughs> I, put, I got a helmet everything and we went out and did bag drills and you know he had me running all over oh, yeah, and, yeah. and what number. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, no. What number was sixty nine? Oh. He thought he was funny. Oh. I was like, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, nice. come on. I was, I was funny already, guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, I did. I did run, but uh, John Schneider, who was the GM, he had to put me on uh, waivers for a, a day tryout. So I actually, I have an official tryout with That's the Seahawks. Hilarious. Yeah. They didn't sign me, oddly no, enough. No, but, no. but how, how'd you the, feel afterwards? Like, did your body? So funny because it's so funny to say that. The next day, I was walking through the airport and I looked like Tim Conway doing the old man walk. <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, the shuffle. Like I could, I, I was, mo- yeah. <laughs> I could barely get my feet off the ground because I didn't realize the adrenaline camp. that was coursing through my body. Because mm-hmm. Ken Norton was the linebacker coach. Okay. Ken Norton Jr., I think, yeah. was the linebacker coach at the time. I think he's with the Raiders now, but at the time he was with the Seahawks. And I'm running these bag drills, and he just, I don't know, he was pissed off that I was there. He didn't want Hollywood <laughs> Jones messing with his, with his, you know, he was ready for some practice. Yeah, yeah. And here I come. <laughs> and he was like, We're God, 69. He, was, he was so, <laughs> he was furious. He was furious yeah. about it. So as I came through, because you're running in and out of the bag, you know, the, the dummies or whatever. There's video of it, too. He goes from the North Pole, his hand, up here and cracks me on the ass so hard, I thought he shattered my pelvis. <laughs> I swear to God. But I was so adrenaline cooking that I kind of didn't notice it at first. And then the second time through, he got me again. I was like, God damn, that stung like a mother. 
and you know the next day just black and blue ass cheek and oh, nice. and my my I could barely walk. I was like that was just running drills. It wasn't even contact. That's... So I can't imagine uh, what you guys do on yeah, a daily. That was just getting slapped in the ass. That was just getting slapped in the ass. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, who else is out? Oh, Manzel. He's getting a. He's 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 Johnny playing football. in some semi pro league. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he were to clean himself up, I guess, and and prove that he still has the skill set, does he does he get another shot? And did he does he deserve another shot? Ah, that's and it's a very good question. Um, you see how kind of some other quarterbacks are being shunned out of the league, and it's. That's iffy. It's, it's tricky to gets, justify. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's tricky to justify. Well, in both of their Other cases. players, even that. You know yeah. I mean? not, not in both of their cases, because we're talking about Colin Kaepernick and, and Johnny Menzel, isn't it – I mean, isn't it fair to say that with all of Colin's uh, controversy, mm-hmm. he also – is a specific kind of quarterback that a team would like Manziel have to change its offense for. Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. kind like of you fair? Gotta, you got to play to his strengths, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He, they're not. Neither of those guys like are that. Troy Aikman or or Joe Montana. They have specific skill sets. And boys could throw the ball now. Yeah. Huh? Joe Montana. Yeah. He could throw the ball now. Yeah. <laughs> he could throw the ball now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the uh, well, you know, look, I I, I think. Uh, uh, it's a very capitalistic system in the sense that if you can win with somebody, you're going to go out and get that somebody. A- absolutely, and I think so that's, it, that's you know, the thing. It's like if 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 teams felt like Colin, they could, they could win with with him. Colin. I I truly have to believe that they would go win. I mean, it, why why would you keep wins off go, the board? Right, right, you wouldn't. Not in the NFL. What really what jacked it up for me was the with this the recent Seattle. Um, Deal where he, I guess, got told if he would not kneel. Yeah, that's where it was like, oh wow. So yeah, that's really that really is the reason. Well, I found that. that I found that to be interesting. I didn't know all the circumstances around it. Basically, uh, for those who don't know, the Seahawks said, uh, "Come on, come on up, Colin, and we'll take a look at you. Uh, maybe you still have it, right?" Mm-hmm. And then Colin said, "Okay, fine, uh, but just so you know, I'm I'm still planning on protesting next year. I'm going to take a knee next year." And then the Seahawks said, "Okay, well, just hold on a second. We we might sure if we want to." Uh, Try you out? Is that how? Is that how that's people what understood my understanding it? That was, was my understanding too. So then people say, "Well, see, there it is. That that's, that's the that's, that justifies it. Yeah, that's there you really go. What that's these... really what's happening. The Seahawks might have another argument about it, but it seems hard to to beat that. You know, it seems like it was one caused the other. But uh, again, and we'll never was, know because nobody talks Schaffner, about Schaffner it. Schaffner did it right. Again, like, everything he says is true. <laughs> right? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't seen a tweet that was false. Well, listen. Hey, this is a good time. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. <laughs> really? Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be Do right back. Uh, but don't go away because we got a whole lot more with uh, Eric Stone Street and Travis Kelsey. Kansas City in the house. Oh. What's it like for you watching games of your son coaching? Agonizing. It's a family affair on Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast. You know, I didn't know there was actual work here. (laughs) Recent guests include Rich Eisen, John Harbaugh, Judge Judy, and John Madden. I thought one of the greatest jobs in coaching in the NFL was Jim's first year with the 49ers. Exclusively on Podcast One Sportsnet. Get episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Great time to be a Wolverine. <laughs> we're back. Don't you love how long these breaks are? It seems like it just happened, really. Man. But no, we're back, y'all. One sip of baby. All right, guys, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Because we're about to we're about to play a little game here. 
um, called Loaded Trivia. Now, you're familiar with Loaded Vodka because I think we sponsored uh, your show back in the day. We were a sponsor. In your That's sh- what I was drinking the entire time. <laughs> I knew I had seen that And we make this logo. In, we make this in Kansas City. Nice. Yes, this is I a did. Kansas City vodka, y'all. I, Check it out. And you see all weird. the design on the front here? Yeah. And right here it says KC. Oh, cool. That is nice. Oh, nice. We make right it right there. Design. Right there. And we believed we believe in you so much that we said, let's get on board with Travis. <laughs> tell you what. And support. So whoever wins this uh, trivia contest, by the way, is going to get to take home a bottle of loaded vodka. All right. Oh, and yeah, uh, I'll take you that. may have to share a little bit of it. Bring it, it on. All right. All right, so this is uh, the Loaded Trivia, Kansas City Chiefs edition. Oh, wow. All right. Whoa. We're going to keep a tally. We're going to keep the score going here. All right. Before they changed to the Kansas City Chiefs in 1963, what was the team called? A, the Dallas Texans. uh, Hmm? B, the Dallas Colts. C, Chicago Cardinals. Enter your answers. Out loud. I'll just say A. A. Yeah, A. A, you guys are both right. They were the Dallas Texans before they became they the, the Chiefs. They the banner up in the uh, practice. So facility. you have a Oh, yeah, advantage. you see it all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. This, some of these are easy. Some of these are easy. I was, I was hoping. <laughs> Which linebacker was drafted by the Chiefs with the number four pick in the 1989 NFL draft? Dirk Thomas. Oh. <laughs> I haven't even read him yet. Okay. Jim Lynch, <laughs> Derek Thomas. <laughs> All right, we know it's Derek Thomas. All right, moving on. The Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame wouldn't be complete without the original owner of the team. Who is it? Lamar. Lamar Hunt. Okay. Uh, which linebacker was the first Kansas City Chief Willie to be Lanier. inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame? Willie Lanier, Gary Spanny, or Bobby Bell? Was Willie a linebacker? Mm-hmm. Willie Lanier. Or was it Bobby Bell? Well, you'll have to answer. Who? I'm going. I'm I mean, going Willie Lanier. I, I thought I've I've seen Willie Lanier now, mm-hmm. and I've seen Willie Lanier on like the wall. Yeah, but I've never seen like the the little the H O F. Yeah, no, I've seen the H O F, but I haven't seen the the L B. Oh, okay. He was a middle line. He was a middle linebacker. Oh well, then yeah, Willie Lanier is before Bobby Bell. Friends, it was Bobby Bell. What? Oh. It was Bobby Bell. Bobby Bell was before Willie Lanier? Which linebacker was the first Kansas City Chief to be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame? Just Bobby Bell. Instinct. Sorry, dude. Bobby Why would Bell. you do that Well, they're both linebackers, but uh, I didn't know Bobby Bell was before. What Willie year Lanier. did Arrowhead Stadium play host to the Kansas City Chiefs' first game, uh, or play host to the Kansas City Chiefs for the first time? 1972, 1973, or 1971? There's no way. I'm going to say I, Yeah, it's a guess for 71. me. 73 or 4. 4? I'll go 74. 74? Yeah. 71. 71. You're both wrong. 1972. <sighs> 1972. I was 1. Um, what city did the Chiefs play and win Super Bowl 4 in? Minneapolis, Minnesota, New Orleans, Louisiana, or Atlanta, Georgia? Ooh, wee. That's a good one. Well, I think it's Minneapolis. I'm going to say uh, Georgia. And you both would be wrong. <laughs> it is New Orleans. We beat Minnesota oh. in Super Bowl Four. I thought they just had the games where they where were. They? There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that was played in uh, in New Orleans. New Orleans, okay. I believe. Super Bowl. Um, New Orleans. All right. Which, start off hot. Which was not, which was not 
a home field to the Kansas City Chiefs? Arrowhead Stadium, Municipal Stadium, or Sprint Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back to the beginning. Yeah, uh, back to the easy one. C. Uh, yeah, you're right, Sprint Stadium. stadium. Now, more importantly, the tiebreaker, because you really are still tied. Yeah. It's unbelievable at this point. When is my birthday? <laughs> April 21st, May 2nd, or October 16th? Dun, 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 dun. What was the last one? Uh, October 16th. He had to look. He did, So I know it's not October 16th. <laughs> <laughs> to... Look at these guys using the context clues. You're like an ah, FBI interrogator. That's right. That's I awesome. Like, I don't know why, but it isn't usually, it's usually around Big Slick. So I'm going to say that tw- May. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's always right before we get – I think it's, it's, it's right there. I think it is May. So you're both going to take the same answer on the tiebreaker. <laughs> well, I I don't want to be that guy to go opposite of Travis Kelsey. I mean, I thought about the strategy. Gonna, I'll go October 16th. I'll go October 16th. October 16th? I'll go the May one. And you are both wrong. <laughs> it's it. truly Come amazing. On. It's truly, Come on. truly amazing. All right. So, look, we got a tie. I owe one of you a bottle. We'll, uh, give, we'll, 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 we'll donate that. Uh, to... This goes to Travis. Yes. Uh, there you go. Enjoy some Kansas City, some of Kansas City's finest vodka. Take me back to the good old Loaded days. vodka available in your finer retailers um, uh, all, or, all around the, the city. Guys, we take a lot of questions from our fans uh, coast to coast. Uh, and a lot of people came in with some great questions. Some people came in with some dirty questions and some setup questions that I'm just not going to ask. Because uh, the only you. thing that can happen is just bad things can yeah. happen from that kind of stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I had to go through and screen a whole lot. Uh, uh, before I do that, though, <laughs> talking about screening, talking about fast moves, talking about driving. Why don't we talk about cars? All right. We're talking about true car. Here are some useful car tips that you might not be aware of. A coffee filter uh, and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Remove excess weight from your car. That will actually improve the gas mileage. And you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range. Ah, I guess we're using fillings. I'm not sure. It's weird, right? Well, here's another tip you might also not know about True Car. Also helps people to get used cars. That's right. True Car isn't just buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. It's so smart, y'all. There's also uh, they're also more likely to enjoy faster buying experience with connecting to uh, True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy new or used, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. <laughs> we're back. Um, so we're we're talking about fan questions. Uh, which person or people have inspired you the most? In your respective industries, Stony. Oh man! Well, so 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 many actors that yeah. you know I just watched growing up and comedians. Anybody that pops like instantaneously pops to your mind? Well, you said his name actually, Tim Conway. I mean, I yeah. remember specifically watching Tim Conway and Harvey Corman oh. and thinking, not knowing I wanted to be an actor, but really clearly being influenced by them. Sure. Uh, John Candy was a big one for me coming, you know, coming up. John Goodman, obviously, all these are you know, two big guys for some reason. But uh, 
so many actors that I just watched along the way that thought like, well, that's that's kind of what I wanted to do because I was late coming to figuring out I wanted to be an actor. Yeah, you know, sort I think sort of like you. Yeah, right? I was I was yeah. late I was later in the game. So, I was a theater and film major in college, but I was late to get in because I went I did the yeah. Marines first. But then uh, after that, I I knew I wanted to do it. I just Basically, it came down to I didn't have the balls to do it until I was ready. Balls for the Marines. There you go. I know. But not for, for acting. Yeah. <laughs> Two different kinds of fear. Yeah. Two different kinds <laughs> for of fear. Sure. That's crazy. <laughs> for sure. Uh, how about you, Travis? Um, Anybody in your field? Well, yeah. Growing up, I was, uh, I was a huge Favre fan. And yeah. I think it's ironic because he was – Andy was his his quarterback coach when I was, like, really watching him play. So it was like uh, – it, it was when the the Browns got shipped. So I didn't have a home team like oh, to root yeah. for. They were in Baltimore having so much success. It was that sickening. must have cut like a knife too. Yeah, still does. Yeah. But it's it was it was like uh, him, um, Dion, the real kind of flashier players. Even even though Brett was you know the Wranglers and that's all he wears is that yeah. in the flannel. But also on the he, field, he he was a beast out, on the man. field, right? He, and he, he also had a, an enthusiasm. I think. Yeah, he had a Showtime game. Yeah, you know, is that what drew you to like him? An animated game, yeah, it was just awesome. Yeah, and that's how I always jumped to playing the the game at quarterback. Yeah, you know, and I never had that, so yeah. it's, it's it was just cool just uh, just to appreciate somebody like like that and know that you know what I mean Andy was kind of behind all that madness. I love the fact I love the two you picked, Favre and Dion, because yeah. they they had charisma both charisma, uh, but a passion on the field. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I, I, you know, I see that in you. So that's that's interesting. That's uh, that's fun. Um, all right. Somebody wants to know for a tight end, what's more important, uh, blocking or catching? I, I don't know if you can put one over the other unless there's like a tendency in which like Andy likes to throw the ball eighty percent of the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so sweet. So I <laughs> so, might as well be really good at catching. Yeah. No, but I, you still you always want to like have. Like you want to be a uh, like a jackknife. You know what I mean? Jack all trades. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just want to be out there. Uh, you could block on the perimeter, in line blocking the blocking the big three hundred pounders. You want to be able to get to the linebackers and do everything yeah. in terms of that aspect of block, like the game. But then also in the in the um, in the field, you want to be able to be put inside, outside, in the backfield. And that's what that's the cool thing about who we have on the offense now is that all of our parts are interchangeable. You can put Tyreek inside, you can put him outside, you can put me inside, outside in the backfield can hand the ball off to him you know yeah. and then you could throw sammy in the mix with all that now i know you were talking about progressions uh when you when they call a play in the huddle and you're walking to the to the line of scrimmage are there plays that you know i'm going to get the first look oh yeah yeah especially especially when i'm looking at the like the defense and i see all right this is man coverage al likes me in man coverage or even more so when al gives me like or when al did give me a signal you know what I mean? That's one of my, oh, yeah, all right. What's your Let's favorite? the engineer. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> What's your favorite side of the line to, to when you're purely blocking? Do you have a favorite? Would you rather be on a right or left? Yeah, like the backside of the play. Right. Without a doubt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not the main attack, especially if it's like a Von Miller or, you know what I mean, a yeah. Khalil Mack. Well, we play twice out of the year. Yeah. Um, but, that, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying – that if we did call that, I'm not gonna you know do my job. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and man up, sack yeah. up, just go ahead and put my face in the fan. Yeah. Who has the you know best I mean? body <laughs> on the offensive line? That's a good question. Like, that the, is a question that's actually right here too. A lot of people want to know that. The best physique. Like if you're the looking at the O line and you're thinking like if I had to trade places with one of those guys, I'd want his body. 
this is a interesting. Great question. Yeah, this, I mean, this is a ah man. There's so much to weigh in and weigh out. You know what I mean? Just like I get it. I think I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're trading places. Yeah. Uh, when you shower with these guys, we don't. So you know, you, he has a perspective we couldn't possibly understand. Let me it. tell you something. I know you've done a lot of celebrity. <laughs> Some of these guys smell funnier. You know. I know you've a done a lot different. of celebrity like uh, charity events with pro athletes. Yes. I am every time I do one, and I've only done a handful. Yeah. I am astonished by one thing. How comfortable you all are naked with each other. It drives <laughs> me crazy. The first time I played at that celebrity. The gladiators. Gladiators I, I don't get it. I shook Steve Garvey's hand with his dong swinging back and forth. I'm like, Garvey, we're done here. Yeah. Move along. I'm out. <laughs> I, I, it, what event was this? I, it I, was I, I do a lot of events. I rarely shower. All star. I get. I got in and out. Bo Jackson was my coach. It was the All Star Game in Kansas City oh, for right. the celebrity softball game. For yes, the, yes, for yes, the, yes. And Bo Jackson was my coach. And Andre Dawson's just sitting there naked on a fold in your locker room. Actually, in the Chiefs' locker room is where they had us all dressing. Matt Castle was a quarterback at the time. Oh, and Matt. huh? That oh, boy, Matt. <laughs> oh, Matt. <laughs> Uh, and I just – Raleigh Fingers walks into the bathroom completely naked to take a number two. And I'm like, who does that? You guys are so comfortable. I just got in and out. I See, a lot like, of people think it's glamorous to be able to do these uh, celebrity things. I was uh, very – You just show the, the dark underbelly. You get so uh, scarred. At yeah, you get moment. scarred. I, I did. I guess it, it really has more to do with me and my insecurities, but just how comfortable – like – you all are. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's every day. So it's Arrowhead day. is a special place to play football, right? It's a special place. Without a doubt. I and mean, yeah. what other stadium do you enjoy playing a game at? There are probably none because they're all out to get you when you go somewhere else. But Except for San Diego. San Diego was the nicest group of people I've ever met. <laughs> really? They were so nice. <laughs> Even Their place were... smelled like trash. Like Their stadium smelled the like The StubHub or they're talking down at Qualcomm? Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Down and, at down at stadium. Yeah, I don't even know what their stadium was called but it was uh everyone around there was so nice yeah. like it was like you were riding in on the on the bus and either they were clueless and didn't know who the bus was whose <laughs> yeah ours has a big like Chiefs sticker on the front but i mean yeah what's it like where like, what's it like when you wear the all-white chiefs and you go into the black hole of oakland is it pretty oh. is it as brutal as, is as it? long as we win it's that shit is so much fun yeah because they just relish in, in beating the Chiefs, and, um, and sure enough, when we take that away from them, yeah. no matter how good they are and yes. how, how bad they are, you yeah. mean they? Uh, and that's one of those where you you're driving up and you're getting the the middle fingers. You're yeah. getting, of course, w- like women mooning you. you know I mean? It gets weird. <laughs> you know? With the Golden Knights in Vegas and the Raiders coming to Vegas, I mean Vegas is really setting themselves up to be like a real so sports smart town and a like a bad guy sports town. Yeah, yeah I hope I hope it doesn't I hope it doesn't get like gross bad guy type thing. I mean, I I want to go to Vegas and see because you'll be there once wait. a year. You'll be there once a year, and I I'm will be there when you are there. I'm not complaining. Yeah, oh, that's I'll what I'm there. saying. It's going to have everyone like as soon as we get as soon as they go to Vegas, every single one of my friends, everyone that I've ever grown up with, <laughs> but it's always oh, you, oh, might as well go to the Vegas game. Yeah. Always. Everyone meets up. It's just going to be. They're yeah. so smart to do that because eight weekends out of the year when they have home games, everybody's coming. Nobody's going to say, oh, I'm not going to go see that. That's the game they're yeah, going to go on the road absolutely, to see. Absolutely. Always. So it'll be it'll be fun. That stadium's going to be. Uh, yeah, and the stadium's good, brand and, new. And I've told people, too, and, and I this is an exaggeration, but not by much. If we won two games a year and it was both, they were both against the Raiders, not a bad season. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like four games, both against the Raiders and Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I w- I, if we only won two games, 
both against the Raiders? I, I would. I mean, yeah, it would stink on one level, but on another level, I, Beat I could celebrate. I would be fine. I, I'd be okay with that. I don't that. know if I could live with that, but <laughs> I. I'm sure the fans. Yeah, there's, no, there are probably more people that think like that. That's how sure. big like Raider Week is to me. Oh, yeah. Raider Week. I I live out here in Cali, and I I still get the I get the butterflies, and I I know oh, yeah. I know I pick it. I highlight it on the calendar, and it's a big deal. Uh, all right. Besides Big Slick, which by the way is uh, you were wonderful enough to come to Travis and Love it, man. Uh, Stoney and I co-hosted along with uh, Paul Rudd, uh, Jason Sudeikis, and uh, Dave Keckner, because we're all Kansas City guys. Um, it's a great uh, event for those who aren't Kansas City locals. Uh, for Children's Mercy Hospital, we're going into our ninth year, uh, and we raise a lot of money for for the great work they do there. But besides the big slick, uh, what events bring you back to Kansas City? Well, see, you know, seeing family and, and friends is what really gets me back. Always. And then sporting events. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I like to go home to a Chiefs game. I like to go home to a Royals game. I like to go home to a Kansas State uh, football, football game. game sure. You know, so uh, that's what I look forward to uh, the most is going home for those kinds of things and um, seeing friends and family. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, yeah, other, besides Big Slick, um, I would probably say March Madness is huge yeah. on my board. I love going back, especially when they got like the big dogs, like they got like four in like the top 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, outside of that, uh, usually just like other charities that that I can always help out with. I'm sure you're like tied that. into a lot. I'm sure you get requested a lot yeah. to come back. Yeah, and, you know, you try and get to as much as you possibly can around yeah. here. I, I, I hear you. It's always fun. It's always fun. Every time I, that I go to, I was just at, uh, uh, I believe, a Boys and Girls Club uh, foundation out in um, Springfield, Missouri. Uh-huh. And that's like the second biggest group of KC Chiefs fans, like in terms of city. And they showed up, and it was out of control. I had Mitch Holtz come down, and uh, and do Kansas some... State Wildcat Mitch yeah. Holtz, love it, That's love him. it. And it, ever, you know how exciting and entertaining he is. So he was up there asking me a few questions, and the fans were unbelievable down there. Yeah, I I, I go down. Uh, I get back for a lot of reasons. I go back for the big slick. Obviously, I go back for for Chiefs and Royals games. I go back for Jayhawk basketball games. Basketball games and <laughs> and uh and i go back to, uh, to go to the lake of the ozarks uh, oh, and man. spend time with my family down there and it's so fun down there because ozarks, the ozarks has this wonderful well when the rams were in seattle or when the rams were in st louis because the uh, lake of the ozarks is kind of in the middle of missouri so you get kansas city people and you get st louis people coming down to the lake and the lake was always kind of split down the middle and you know you would fly your flag your chief's flag or a ram's flag and you could identify oh, yeah. who was who around there um, but yeah, that, that, I get back for those reasons. Um, and it's a hometown family, friends. I love spending time there. You know so. where I just went for the first time since I was a kid that, uh, my girlfriend and took her kids down to silver dollar city. Have you been down there in a long time? I, I, I was down there like six years ago. There was some family down there, and there was a reunion or something. It is so, so fun. I was yeah. like – the other thing about going home to Kansas City because, you know, you, you are there. Do you spend most of your off season back home in Ohio, or are you in Kansas um, City? I'm mostly in Kansas City. There's a, there's a couple months where I'm just out here traveling, but for the most part, I'm in KC. The thing that I think Rob and I being – not to speak for you, Rob, is yeah. but being away from Kansas City, the thing that's so nice about going home is the earnestness of people. Yeah. Uh, it's quick it, – you know, and you going to Ohio is not a huge difference than Kansas City because you're dealing with a lot of the same people. But, yeah. you know, being in L.A. And, and then going home as much as I have in this last year has reminded me of how much I just truly like the people 
from where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Oh, and, and that's the, the one thing I noticed when we do the big slick and we bring a lot of celebrity friends back to Kansas City. And mm, to be honest with you, a lot of them have never had that kind of exposure. They, they've never been to Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, and inevitably, they always leave saying the same thing. Good God, you know, everybody's on happy pills out here. <laughs> everybody's so nice, you yeah. know, and, and it's, it's always a compliment and it, it speaks credits to, uh, to Kansas City. Uh, best dinner in Kansas City. Ooh, that's tough because I know we, 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 there's a lot to choose from and right. you don't want to alienate anybody. Man. I get asked this all the time. What's your favorite too. barbecue? And I'm like, hey, don't put me on the spot like yeah, that. That's too this. much. Where, where is this going? What's the, is this recording? What are you, is this just a question? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you, you don't want some radio ad somewhere. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't. It was a wait a minute. Uh, but there is like for me, obviously, Kansas City barbecue is the finest barbecue in the in, in America. And I've been I've lived. I've lived in Texas. I've lived in North Carolina. I've lived all kinds of places. Uh, I always come back to Kansas City Barbecue, and there's so many great places. So I will not identify one, but there is a chain. Uh, there is a group of there's uh, a barbecue Monday, joints Monday that Friday. I hit. I hit Oklahoma Joe's. I hit Jack Stack. I hit Gates because I grew up on Gates. Mm-hmm. Um, I hit you know. There's there's certain places that I, I'm going to hit when yep. I'm home. It's just the way it is. And you were telling me about a what's a 39? Uh, well, Q39. Q39 is is good. It's 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 pretty fancy. Yeah. You know, fancier than the places Jack I Jack Stack's up. more upscale too. Yeah, Jack Stack's it, more upscale. I like you know I like what I like about barbecue mm-hmm. is Arthur Bryant's got to throw that out. Arthur Bryant's. Yeah. I like going into a barbecue and my sandwich being wrapped up in a piece of paper and my fries being in a wax <laughs> yeah. paper bag. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily barbecue off of a nice, nice china. Yeah, you like it That's grungy. That's just my personal. You like it grungy style. Yeah, I yeah. just like it the way sort of guys were smoking it Yeah. Bef- way back when, when before there was, you know, injections into pork oh. and mm. aluminum <laughs> foil. And, was that a, was that a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Man. I just want good slow well, I, My dad meat. used to take me to Gates Barbecue on State Line and you'd walk How in. How can I help you? Yeah. How can I help you on this end, please? And it was, they were very, and you had to have your stuff together. You had they to weren't know. playing games. Gates burnt in sandwich is oh. one of the best things you're ever going to eat. And we'd go in and get a beef and a half and those big old steak fries yeah. and we'd split it and it, I, I was just—I remember the, this feeling of satisfaction. I, my mouth is actually—I'm actually starting to salivate like a yeah. Pavlovian dog. I'm starting yeah. to sweat. You're taking me into that moment <laughs> of after everything's done, you're just drenched with Gates sauce yes. and like, yes. you're just sweating. The smell would come out of my pores because I, I would always barbecue it, and I would get what I do is I tailgate back in the day at Arrowhead. And I'm not one of the guys who bring out a grill. I just—that wasn't me. But I would front load. I'd go buy a big Gates uh, uh, spread. Wow platter right and you bring it you open up the back of the truck or you open up whatever and you have it all laid out with the cooler beer mm-hmm. and you'd eat that barbecue <clears throat> and you get that afternoon buzz going you know oh, with yeah. the beer and then you go in and you watch the chiefs mash somebody and you were on it was such a natural and and chemically induced high <laughs> yeah that it was some of the greatest <laughs> memories i ever have because kansas city is at its most beautiful in the fall oh man because there's that, there's that smoky oh, yeah. smell of burning leaves you a little know crisp in the air it's crisp in the air so you got a sweatshirt on and and it's just the best weather um and i look how that brings back it's, weather, it man. just brings back it. all oh, the yeah. wonderful memories uh being there in the fall i remember when andy reed got hired in kansas city as the chiefs coach i one of my first thoughts was i'm so excited for andy and how much he's gonna love kansas city barbecue like i thought like that was literally <laughs> excited for him. i was excited for him <laughs> given that i assumed he was a man of uh 
you know, yeah. p- food passions. Yes, yes. I, I was not making With any judgments. Well but, said, by the way. Well yeah. said. Very food nice passions. You know, food passions. <laughs> and uh, I was very – I was very excited for him. And then the other thought I had was like, well, as long as Andy's the head coach of Kansas City, I have a Halloween costume. All right. Um, (laughs) A couple more. By the way, you do look good in that. Uh, Didn't you have that on at one time? Yeah. Well, Rich Eisen asked me to do why I'm a Chiefs fan. Yes. And so I did a thing uh, as as me as Andy Reid. You do a lot of – Rich Eisen's coming to the Big Slick this year. Is he coming? And he's going to – hopefully – and the last I heard, he's coming and he's going to do his show from uh, oh, that's from right. the K. That's right. He's on gonna, on yeah, softball that's night. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, so Rich, we're stoked Rich about that. Do you think man. you'll be able to make it back, Travis? Yes, I do. I forget. There's one thing. I'm yeah. with Colquitt. Me and Colquitt have something. Because we always try to pinch we you guys. We always, we always reach out. Yeah. And I know and you guys are swamped. We but... together because we are like, dude, that, that we can't. We, that does, that's like so much fun doing yeah. that stuff. Uh, it's, we love having you there, too, by the way. So uh, one more question. Well, a couple more questions, but real quick. Uh, who does Travis think the best tight end of all time is? Of all time. Of all time. I mean, you got to say Tony G. And it's not just because he is a Chiefs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, 15, a, that's an objective 15, assessment. 15,000 yards. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I can't even count the touchdowns, but I mean, 15,000 yards, that's ridiculous. Top five of all time. Yeah. And, you know, when you're saying a, a tight end, yeah. you know, they're really mastered, you know, and, and, and that was back when, like, you're running the ball at least 50% of the time. You're downhill. And it's yeah. not this new style run or anything right. like that. Like I, he's he played the full position of tight end and did it for numerous years. Mr. Consistency, man. That's fantastic to hear. I I, I would concur. Um, now let me take him off the table. Mm-hmm. Who 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 would you besides Tony G? And, and and for anybody listening, I've taken him off the table. Travis can no longer pick him. Who who else would you say? I would have to say, or who did you enjoy watching? Even like who? I, I personally enjoyed watching Antonio Gates. He was a yeah. he was a college basketball player at Kent State, yeah. uh, right down the street from me. So I was, oh, I always kind of kept my eye on him yeah. and where he went through the ranks and all that. So yeah, you was, had a connection there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always had kind of an eye on him, and sure enough, he he took a few of Tony's records uh, this last year, which I'm sure hurt Tony. But long it's, um, career, Antonio Gates. It's yeah. so long. But yeah. he's also set out many, many games with toe injuries and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So he missed a, he missed he missed big chunks yeah. of seasons. Um, but I would say him. I'd, I'd put him I up mean, there. Do you remember a, a tight end way back in the day? And he played for the wrong team, believe me. But Todd Christensen, do you remember him? Eighty-seven, yeah. right? Uh, he was a Raider. Was yeah. I wrong? Uh, no, no, that's uh, Casper. Yeah, Casper's uh, the guy. Uh, Forty-six. His number was forty-six. Todd Christensen had the curly hair and the mustache. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't know what it, I didn't. You know, I'm not. You know how I feel about the Raiders. Let's be real clear about that. But for whatever right. reason, I enjoyed. I enjoyed his game. I enjoyed watching him play the game. I thought he was pretty tenacious. I like you can always appreciate it. Nobody cares about what I think about tight ends, but I just thought I'd throw that out there anyway. Um, so we saw recently, last question, we saw recently uh, George Brett yeah. made an appearance on Modern Family. And I have a, a sneaking suspicion that, Eric, you were behind that, <laughs> setting that up. Now, call me crazy, but I, I feel like that was something you probably set up. Um, and I, got, I went to spring training this year, and I talked to him about it. He was over the moon excited about the whole experience. Yeah. He loved it. He told me everything that happened. He was, in, he just, it was so happy about it. Um, uh, I assume you you were the genesis. Well, I didn't write I didn't write the idea. They came to me and said, "Hey, we wrote a thing where you guys go to a couples retreat and you're right next to the Royals trade you know tra- yeah. training camp or uh, spring spring training, and we want George Brett. Do you know George Brett?" I'm like, 
Yes. I can, I can help. I <laughs> yeah. can help. I'm like, I, I can't believe I'm saying yes to this this question. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I know George. So I sent him a text and just said, uh, George, this is what it is. Uh, we'd love to have you. Kansas City would go absolutely nuts for this. Let me know what you think. And he wrote back a little bit later. He goes, I'm driving right now. I'll call you tomorrow morning. Sure enough, he called me next morning. He's like, explain to me what it is. And he goes, I, I think I could do it. You know, I think I could do it. He said he had the most fun. He was amazing. He yeah. was so, he was everyone was so excited that he was there. You know, that's in our business that's usually what it is. Yeah. Like we meet meet act, other actors all the time. But when these crew guys, I mean number 5, George Brett yeah. was a lot of people's favorite player through the 80s. Yeah, absolutely. No matter where you lived. Yeah. So him showing up and just being as gracious as he was and nice as he was, talked to everybody, told great stories and was very interested in the whole process. Yeah. Uh, he he did a great job. It made it made me super proud. Just you know, being a Kansas City yeah. guy, I was really proud to see that happen. The one thing I regretted is I didn't prepare him, and we know how this goes uh, for editing. Oh. Because then when I called him and <laughs> yeah. talked to him afterwards, he's like, "They cut a lot of our stuff out. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that wasn't yeah. even yeah. in there." And I'm well, like, that, well, that's George, I forgot to he tell went, you about that part." <laughs> he, went, he went to go tell the stories, and like none of uh, none of his stories yes. were on the cut. He goes, the, the, "The stuff we did walking across the field, they didn't even put it." You know, yeah. the first movie I was ever in, uh, Failure Launch, um, I, I had a big scene with Sarah Jessica Parker and we shot it in the streets of Annapolis, Maryland. And it was this big scene and it was awesome. And da, 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 da. So I told the first movie ever. I told everybody, oh, you're going to you know, it's the it's the greatest. You know, da, da, da. I was cut out of the movie, not just part of it. No. The whole <laughs> I, my whole scene, the whole thing was cut oh, out. Man. And they told me about a week or two prior to oh, the uh, to the premiere. And so then I was, and all my friends were like, "We can't wait to see it." I'm like, oh, "You don't have to go. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go see it." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the you, I learned a valuable lesson that day, and I'm sure uh, George probably learned something that day as well. But my my follow up to that is, when does Travis Kelsey get to come on uh, Modern Family? Well, oh, let, wow. let me tell you, uh, I, I have told Travis privately yeah. <laughs> uh, that I think he is a personality that deserves a stage of some kind. I would concur. You, you definitely I, I have that. abilities uh, on and off the field. Um, it would be, it have to be story-driven, but uh, you would definitely be right at the top of the list of a Kansas City <laughs> and, 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 and I know that – I know he will keep an That's... eye out for the opportunity. I also am keeping an eye out for an opportunity to get you because I do believe he. I do believe you have the charisma to, yep. to, to, to do I, this. I I'm just, ready to jump at any of these opportunities you you talk it of. I just finished filming a series called Rob Riggle's Ski Master Academy. Uh, it's as ridiculous as it <laughs> okay. sounds. It's a. I have a jet ski school, oh, a jet nice. ski academy that I run, and across the lake from me is Brian Erlacher's canoe camp. <laughs> and he is Flanders to my Homer. Oh, gosh. And so I hate him. And so we are constantly doing battle in this show. Um, and I think uh, in season two, we may hilarious. have to find something for, for Mr. Uh, Kelsey. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Chandler uh, is on board. She was, uh, she was there, one of the associate you producers. Have a wakeboarding for the show. camp? Oh, yeah. yeah. Travis is wakeboarding. Oh, well, it's writing itself. Paragliding. There's all kinds. <laughs> no, you, need, no you need a way heavier guy for a parasailing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that'll come out in August, so you you have to check it out. Definitely. Take a look. If you like, we'll come up with something for season two because I would love to have you on. 
Man. to do something. Well, Guys, I can't thank you enough for taking time and, and coming and doing Riggles Picks with me. And Sarah, uh, I feel sorry that she wasn't here to enjoy this. Sorry, but Sarah. she does enjoy you guys tremendously. And uh, I can't thank you enough. So this thank you. Fun. Oh, this is awesome, man. I appreciate you, you having me. Yeah, and anybody from not from Kansas City, thanks for bearing with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This is a big Kansas we, City guess, show. Yeah, we should have really... Discuss That's something. All right. yeah. yeah, you guys, come There'll on. There'll be other ones. There'll be yeah. other shows. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Rob Riggle. Thanks for listening to Riggle's Pick. <laughs> <laughs> Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.